0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pennick, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's for good little boys and girls of all ages. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And
0: I'm Samantha. Oh boy, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out.
1: Let me get through the Outer Worlds first. Okay, let's talk about (laughs) Outer Worlds. I'm very excited about the Outer Worlds. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. You (laughs) you
2: can't contain yourself. I know.
1: (laughs) It's a new game by Obsidian, the people who made Fallout New Vegas, Mm -hmm. and it is very much in the vein of that. It's that old kind of... An open world is not really the right word, but an RPG with a lot of dialogue choices and gun shooty uh, <laughs> yeah. in space in kind of a weird Western colony space where everything's run by corporations and they're out of control. It looks like uh, it has like kind of like like,
2: like a, almost like a 50s aesthetic, like 50s retro sci-fi aesthetic kinda. kind of
1: kind of. It sometimes it goes a little older than that too, like a like a Wild West company town, okay, kind cool. of thing. Yeah, definitely has some things to say about capitalism. I've <laughs> I've heard
0: that. Yeah, I've heard that this game is
1: also it's Fallout, but it works. Like oh, it's not yeah. a broken game like oh. most fall- Fallout games. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten any like glitches or anything. I mean, it very much is in that exact same vein as yeah. the Bethesda Fallout and. Uh, oh, Elder I mean, Skrulls. I mean, Obsidian is
2: Bethesda's like side kind of company kind of thing. You, they used to be. Yeah. yeah.
1: Bethesda got real jealous when people liked New Vegas more than their Fallout games. -hmm. I mean, New (laughs) Vegas was a good game. It was. That's the thing. Is like this one. Actually, this game has good writing. (laughs) Like the writing is very good. The story is very compelling, and all the characters are interesting. And it works. Yeah. See, (laughs) that's that's the
2: biggest thing. It works. works. Like the one thing I've noticed about Obsidian games when they're allowed to actually work on something without too much interference, they make generally pretty good games.
1: Yeah. Like uh, I like
2: I like Knights of the Republic two. But you could definitely tell where the uh, interference was.
1: Yeah. And uh, Alpha Protocol. Oh, yeah. That game is actually really good if you can get past the kind of blemishes it has. <laughs> it's a really compelling, like, spy adventure. But Outer World is so good. I have actually already finished it. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I've, like heard
2: it, I've heard it's not very good, but it has a lot... Er, not very good. Not very good. What? <laughs> Wait, what?
1: what? Not very long. I played it about 24, 25 hours total, it said. But it has, like, it's
2: got enough substance to it that it feels like it's like you got your money's worth.
1: Yeah, and I didn't do all the side I did all the companion side quests, but I didn't do every single side quest. Yeah. And part of me kind of still wants to go back and do those, Yeah, too. and it,
0: I like that this doesn't have, like, day one DLC. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, like, an evergreen, at least at the outset, it doesn't have, like, an evergreen kind of, like, monetization. It doesn't have loot boxes. Yeah. Like, it's just... The game don't don't put in the, the don't put, it put out in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean there. I mean eventually. I
1: mean we know it's gonna eventually. But like, well, they haven't said anything. Well, the true. That's a good point. I would snap up a DLC in a second. So. Yeah.
2: I miss. I honestly, I miss the days of companies just putting out games. A game, yeah. yeah.
1: A finished game. That is, yeah, I agree. And it, I mean, it does. It does a lot of stuff that the older Fallout's and stuff did that weren't so great. Like when you're in a dialogue, the camera just snaps onto their face. And doesn't change angles in any kind of interesting way. Mm-hmm. And- it's it's
2: not like a like an old Republic MMO style where it's more like a cinematic versus like just staring at somebody's
0: dead eyes.
1: Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> just snapping onto their face and looking at them in their dead eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also yeah. heard this game's really funny. Like oh, it's yeah, got a, it a lot, of, a lot of humor in it.
1: It, it. it it does a lot of the poking fun at corporate culture and just generally like regularly funny character moments where you get to know the different crew members you get on your ship. Yeah, uh, the one that Ashley Birch plays. She's the first one you get, and also the best one that oh, you get. Uh, well, sure.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Ashley Birch. Yeah, of course, she's
1: just like a, a good-hearted, kind of naive mechanic girl. That just wants to do right by everybody, <laughs> and is also an asexual lesbian. Oh, yeah, bisexual. Yeah, I think I, I read an article about that. Her whole companion quest is is hooking her up with one of the head mechanics on one of the colony ships. Oh, really? Yeah, you, oh. you go around and, and you get her like different stuff to give to her on a date and like it's really cute and <laughs> but, fun. But she's not interested in her like in a physical way. It's like definitely like a romantic way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And they, cool. and they talk about how she's going to deal with that and what the other lady's going to think and how should she approach it. And it's, it's just the writing is so good. See, that's that's excellent. Yeah. That's really cool. You can even tell tell her, yeah, I'm that way, too. Huh? Which, which I did because there's no romance option in the game. So it kind so, of I made mean, the most sense. Yeah. <laughs> so why not? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, at least you're not like Commander Shepard and like you know just (laughs) laying out a bed of roses across the galaxy. Where
1: are the blue women at? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, don't go into the outer worlds thinking it's going to reinvent the wheel. But do go in there expecting a well-written Fallout-style experience in space. (laughs) That works. Like
2: I I love games that just kind of come out of almost nowhere and just like sweep of being like.
0: Held up like man, this game is really, really good. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there wasn't really much hype for this. Like not prior really. to its release. I mean, like, I heard I, about it, but like I, hadn't I saw really... a trailer
2: for it from E three last year, mm. and the idea of it had me slightly excited. I was like, oh, that looks cool, and then I kind of forgot about it for a while, and then really close to when it was getting ready to get released, I started seeing
0: ads for it again. I was like, oh yeah, that
2: game. Then I, w- then I kept confusing it with the other
0: sort yeah, of... the Outer
1: Wilds. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that is kind yeah. of unfortunate I- for, for the Outer Wilds, really. Yeah, Well, both, really, because well, like, you get both confused of- on which one.
1: Both of them are supposed to be really good. Uh, the- I-
0: Outer Wilds, from what I've seen, is really good, too. I- I- it's just a completely different space yeah. sci-fi yeah. game.
1: I played it, and it kind of bounced right off of it, and mm-hmm. I need to go back and give it another shot, I think. Mm-hmm. And the-, the normal mode might be a little too easy, also. Oh, really? Like once you level up and you get a gun that you you've tinkered out to be super powerful, like I I walk through the last, oh gotcha. the last two hours of the game with my corrosive pistol <laughs> melting people's faces off. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds terrible. It, it does have like a super hard difficulty where like you have to sleep and you have to eat and drink. Oh wow, oh, it's like
2: it's like a Fallout survival mode. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what it is, and it doesn't sound any
2: fun. Like this game sounds like it scratches the right kind of itches for me as yeah. far as like gameplay and uh,
1: thematics. Just just get Game Pass. Yeah, you can get it for a dollar. You can play through this game in a couple weeks. (laughs) Not that you shouldn't buy the game because it's really good. Yeah, support the developer. Support the developer. But if you're really chomping at the bit to get at this game and you don't got the money, that is a great option. (laughs) Especially since, you know, you can use Xbox Game Pass on a computer. Yeah. That's that's right. And honestly, Game Pass is super worth it. It's only 15 bucks and you get it on PC and Xbox. Oh, that's not bad. And like, I think... I've owned an Xbox One for I don't know 6 months now and I've bought one game for it oh. <laughs> because of Game Pass and it was a used copy of Rare Replay which was later added to Game <laughs> Pass anyway. <laughs> like it's uh, it's totally worth the 15 uh, Okay, bucks. It's yeah. a really cool service. Huh. I haven't played with the PC stuff cuz my computer sucks, but I'm sure that's probably pretty good too. Oh okay.
0: <laughs> cool. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's move on and let's talk about a uh, thing that Cody. This is something that and Samantha. We watched this um, not like together, but like you know, we watched it. Uh, no,
1: they don't need to know that. Well, we, they don't, can, yeah, we they can think we all watched it together. We could,
0: you know what? I take that back. We all we watched it together. did it. Together. We, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there was a, a movie that came on Netflix here uh, on no, a week or two ago. What I think was it the, was two weeks
1: ago. Two I think. weeks ago
0: called Dolomite Is My Name, and it is a um, like a semi-fictional, semi-biographical film about Rudy Ray Moore, a stand-up comedian and black exploitation superstar with his persona, Dolomite, starring Eddie Murphy. We talked about the announcement for this about a month or two ago. Oh, yeah.
1: We went, we went real deep we in did. on it then. Yeah.
0: And uh, we're going to go real deep <laughs> on it again because... That movie's amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it,
1: it lived <laughs> up to everything I hoped it would be. Same, and more.
0: Same, yes uh so a little bit of history we've known about rudy ray moore for a a little while i'd (laughs) say
2: i want to say like my entire friendship with you guys
0: yeah yeah i mean we found we found uh the human tornado in high school didn't we so i
1: remember us all watching it in your basement yes (laughs) maybe more than once maybe more than (laughs) multiple times yeah
0: yeah and it was uh it's interesting because it's Kind of like Shaft, it's in that vein of you know exploitation films, but the twist is it's also a comedy. And part of it is intentional comedy.
1: Part of it's not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> most of it's not. This movie reminded me a lot of The Disaster Artist, but a lot better. There's a good
0: reason for that. Well, it actually reminded me a lot of Ed Wood, and yeah. that's because the producers and writers from Ed Wood, the the um.
1: Tim not, burton. not tim burton but the other people that were on right Edward. the other ones <laughs> yeah
0: they they wrote and produced this one as well and it was i mean it's a i mean it hits just about every you know major story beat and there isn't like a lot of adversarial kind of you know conflict there's no conflict in the movie really it's just kind of rudy ray Moore starting from and it picks up like pretty I don't want to say late in his life, but like he's middle aged by the yeah. mo- by the time the movie starts. It's not like a it's not like a race situation or anything like that. Like or it it goes starts, through like his early life and all that whatnot. Right. Like it the movie opens, he's working in a record store. He's already been in the USO and he's been a dancer and an M C and it's when he creates the, the Dolomite persona. It's basically when he hits his stride. It hits yes. yeah it really hits his stride well, and
1: he wouldn't want it to go into his path. Yeah. Because he didn't like talking about, he was past. It very guarded. It was probably it. the only
0: like serious part of the movie is him like the couple of points where he goes, "Yeah, I don't talk about my history yeah. with anything." And
1: but they hint at it they, just enough, just it enough gives the movie that dramatic oomph, yeah, that, that yeah. makes it carry more than a disaster artist yeah.
0: does. But uh, but so the movie goes through his creation of the Dolomite character and, you know, his his rise to fame, uh, creating under like records, you know, comedy records that he would have to sell under the counter of his record store or out
1: of the trunk of of his car,
0: him going on the road, him discovering Lady Reed, which I knew a little bit about. But I guess I didn't realize it was and I mean, part of it might have been partially fictionalized, but like I didn't realize that, you know, he pretty much found and helped create her career. And it ends with him going through and creating the movie. And it ends at the premiere for his movie. For Dolomite is my name. For Dolomite. For Dolomite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although if... I right. Dolomite use, is my name is the they, line. They use from, from Human, human Tornado, Tornado almost exclusively. <laughs> yeah, because Human Tornado is the comedy. Yeah. Dolomite was his... He was trying to make a serious, a serious film. Human Tornado was was the comedy. Oh,
1: like Kegel, Mike, and Key as, oh, as yeah. the writer for yeah. that movie. So good. He's so funny. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so great. Wesley Snipes is hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. As the super ego he mag- maniac. He almost stole
1: the show he from really Eddie did. Murphy. Yeah, yeah. But Eddie Murphy is also just fantastic in yeah. this movie. You know what? He plays
0: he's doing a riff on Rudy Ray Moore without being fully Rudy Ray Moore because he's Eddie Murphy you're not gonna I mean no matter how immersed like how much he gets into the role you're not you're not gonna look at him and go oh wow I didn't realize that was Eddie Murphy no
1: But he, play, he plays Rudy Ray Moore without making him into a cartoon character, yes. which would have been
0: so easy to it's, do. Oh, it's difficult because Rudy Ray Moore was is himself a cartoon, a cartoon character. Cartoon yeah. character. <laughs> like it is, it's like a believable semi, like there's just a very, just the slightest touch of like magical realism to this movie, <laughs> but it's almost completely like realistic and from the, from the uh, stuff, you know, digging that I've done into Rudy Ray Moore, you know, outside of the film it was pretty close to the way it kind of happened. I mean, he had a little bit more, I mean, it was a little more serious, you know, well, he yeah. was maybe a little more egotistical when it came to things. I mean, they kind of present Rudy Ray as like everyone's best friend who's just trying to make a, yeah. make a sh- put on a show, you know, but,
1: um, he's the Kermit, the frog. He really is. <laughs> he, that.
0: He, you know what?
1: They, it really is like the Muppet show kind of <laughs> a little bit like, oh yeah. When they're shooting the movie and there's yeah. so many different people, they're the college kids, the and college kids, the cinematography and-, and
0: they got that exactly right with the Dumar hotel he lived in that in that rundown <laughs> hotel like he eventually like uh used the money from the films and converted it into like his own living wesley, quarters and stuff
1: wesley snipes is miss piggy yeah <laughs> yeah he really is it's perfect it it's
0: it's perfect but uh yeah if you have netflix and you have even a passing you know interest in like biographical films that just make you feel good by the end of it it's funny there's a lot of swearing there's well
1: it, well, it wouldn't be a uh, really more movie yeah, that's
2: that's very true <laughs> okay, speaking of the genre in which and everything the the uh of that man yeah um yeah you his, can, is there a lot his,
0: of nudity his oeuvre there's a bit of nudity there's a little bit of nudity there's, a, yeah. there's, there's enough it's yeah i wouldn't say tasteful but it's there <laughs>
1: I was so like is like the actual films. Yeah, there's there's probably more nudity in a in a Dolomite movie than there is in this this one. But but, (laughs) I mean, it's I mean it wouldn't be true
0: to the source material if there wasn't. That's why I was asking. Oh,
1: the scene when they shoot the sex scene in the movie is hilarious. (laughs) That's great. It's super
0: good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I liked at the end what the uh, what reminded me of the, the you of the you and me of the disaster artist. How at the end they rolled some shots of the Dolomite movie. Yeah. And yeah, like and it was it was really shot for shot some of the scenes that they that they did. See that's, for like, this. that's, that's like that's like my great. favorite thing
2: when they do like a kind of like a behind the behind the scenes semi mockumentary on things mm-hmm. when they like line it up. Almost exactly, yeah. yeah. Like with the with the original word,
1: that was eighty percent of what the disaster artist was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, yeah. I get, don't get me wrong, I like that movie, but it did it doesn't have the heart that it this movie
0: does. I d- it it's, doesn't, and that's because it was a James Franco yeah, it picture. Was, <laughs> it
1: was too much James Franco yucking around with his mm-hmm. celebrity buddies, and it yeah. felt like it was a little bit at Wiseau's expense in a not cool way. Yeah, they
0: were poking fun at Wizo a little bit, in which that. and which is weird because, not poking fun at because James Franco
2: like really loves the room and uses every chance he get to show people the room. Yeah. You think he would have been a little more honorific of it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But also it's hard to, he's such a weird guy anyway. Uh, oh yeah. Tommy Wiseau. So. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it would be hard to not kind of make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but, uh,
0: but no, uh, seriously, it's
1: it's not mean to Wiseau, but it's I not. think, I think they could have, they could have done it better more heart yeah there's
0: yeah it was missing the heart that this that edward and uh, Dolmite is my name definitely has and so yeah if you have netflix i def i highly and you i mean and you're not like
1: and you can handle you can handle a little uh, bit of stuff you can handle a hard r
0: yeah and that's what it is
1: (laughs) a boob you can handle a boob and uh, And a couple
0: a couple f-bombs yeah (laughs) i would highly recommend it it's a it is a trip it's it's hilarious Okay, so I t- actually did a bunch of stuff. So I'm actually cutting out a lot of the stuff that I was going to talk about. So uh, Halloween was a couple weeks ago, and I mean, I know you guys have a couple of hol- like scary movies, right? I got one. Kinda. You, you got one?
1: Oh, we watched I got hereditary. One, and you
0: got hereditary. Okay.
1: Her- heredity. Is it heredity or hereditary?
0: I think it's hereditary. Okay. I mean, I I, I, think, I that's think it's how hereditary. It yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'll do mine real quick and then you guys can talk about yours. And so, I watched uh, a bad movie called Rock and Roll Nightmare. Um <laughs> That sounds really familiar. We we very well may have watched it. It's a riff, it's a riff Tracks. They did a riff tracks of it, so it is basically the story of this. <laughs> that
1: tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, right basically, there. They yeah, did it's, riff tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bad
0: movie, but there's a reason why it's a bad movie. So the whole story is this 80s hair metal band goes out to this secluded uh, country cabin, which is by a highway because that's where they could film it. Uh, <laughs> To, like, record their their first album because the uh, the barn has been converted into a re- recording studio. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Demons and Monsters pop up and start taking out the uh, band one by one. And it is laughably bad. And at points, there's it's almost a straight-up comedy. <laughs> and, like, you're going through the movie going, oh, man, this is just, oh, this is a slog. This is terrible. Until the last 10 minutes when you find out that was entirely on purpose. <laughs> because the lead of the, okay, so it gets down to the very end. and. I'm a little sc- scatterbrained on this. It, the, the movie was starring and partially written by a actual um, 80s metal guy named John Michael Thor. His real name is John Michael Thor. He was a former uh, Mr. Canadian like bodybuilder who got into doing metal. And his whole stage shtick was like he wears like medieval cosplay and fights monsters on stage.
1: Like a guard, Kind of like a guar. Kind of like a, guar, a proto, kind of proto- <laughs> yeah. guard.
0: So it gets down to the very end. John Michael Thor, because who cares what his actual character in the movie's name is? He's John <laughs> Michael Thor. Is the only one left, and like the the head monster, the head demon, Bub. They just call him Bub because he's Bezel Bub. But like he just <laughs> call they just call him Bub. He goes shows up and goes, "You're the only one left, and we're gonna take your soul." And he goes, "No, no, you haven't killed anyone. I am an angel, and I've created all these people to draw you out." And then he turns <laughs> into a hair metal angel and starts fighting this giant puppet for the last 10 minutes. And the whole point of the movie is that it was, it was a bad horror movie on purpose as a ruse to draw out the devil so that this heavy metal bodybuilder man could punch a puppet for 10 minutes. It was amazing and horrible. And I love it. It's everything that I want from bad horror movies. It's, it's amazing. The twist is just outstanding. (laughs) and it's you know both purposely bad and also unintentionally bad
2: like a like a
0: dolomite movie kind of
2: wow so, so i just looked up this john michael thor guy oh yeah
1: wow yeah show 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 him. let me see oh yep that's about what i pictured. <laughs> yeah
0: that's about it yep yep all right so but that was it uh rock and roll nightmare you can find it online for like a dollar i actually think it's on uh amazon
1: prime yeah, I think. okay i think you yeah. can get the riff tracks on yeah. amazon prime too yeah which Man, now he, I kinda
0: he, wanna watch.
2: He, <laughs> he looks like uh he'd be a part of like mana war or kinda, something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but no, it's pretty great. I kinda like man of war though. (laughs) There's actually a documentary that I haven't been able to find called I Am Thor, which is about how he got screwed up he was, you know, doing touring in the eighties and got screwed over by his manager and lost all of his money and tried to come back in twenty twelve or twenty thirteen after he like gained two hundred pounds and like he's now this dumpy guy trying to relive his His stuff like one of his shticks back from the eighties was that he would bend a steel bar with his teeth on stage wow and like he would uh take uh hot water b- bottles like the uh the hard thick rubber ones and blow them up and explode them just by blowing into them on stage <laughs> man i
2: remember when i was a kid i remember some guys coming to my school and doing like a thing like that like, oh, yeah like 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 tearing but like they, phone books but they did it for, and stuff. they
1: did it for jesus yeah i, I remember this guy <laughs> I,
2: I can't remember if it was like a religious thing but i remember like it was supposed to be like a motivational thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, this is the documentary. Is this guy going back out on tour? Okay, and trying to do some of this stuff and like Uh going to clubs where there's like twelve people there and like, but you know, kind of an underdog kind of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have been able to find it. I've been Uh. wanting to find it.
1: Talk about Hereditary real quick. We can't really say it's one of those movies where you can't talk about it without Mm -hmm. spoiling it.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Talk about yours because yours kind of connects to mine.
1: Okay, but it is. So good and so scary and oh, okay. so real and so raw. Yeah, this, like, it takes a turn, like, maybe 15 minutes It was minutes made in. by the same
2: guy who made The the Witch, right?
1: No. Yeah. And it's hard to talk about without spoiling. Yeah, like, okay. Like, literally. But, but you like, would
0: recommend it? Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not if you're squeamish. Oh, yeah, definitely not if you're squeamish. Like, yeah. if you don't like horror movies, no. And the acting is so good that, That's it, like. That's part of it. it. Like, it feels real. Like, the people react to situations in realistic ways, which is not something you see in a lot of horror movies. And it's a it's about grief and family issues and... Just see this movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. like, gotcha. It was the one we rounded out. We watched it on Halloween and it was, oh, it was nice, perfect. <laughs> nice,
2: perfect. Like really sliding into home base on that one. Yeah, so I'm like,
1: <laughs> I want to watch a good one and I know this one is going to be good and it was. Good. So I watched a horror movie, kind of call it a
2: horror movie, I mean, it kind of is, called The Lighthouse. I read about what
0: goes on in The Lighthouse, and... (laughs) It involves mermaids. Yeah. (laughs) Well, sort of. Think about those beans, huh?
2: (laughs) So, The Lighthouse is, is a movie, and it actually is the second movie sort of based on the same incident kind of mm-hmm. the other movie was also called the lighthouse and that came out in 2016 mm. but this movie was made by the by the by the people who made the witch
1: which is a very good movie or also. the Witch.
2: The, v-
0: the the Vitch. V-
2: v- <laughs> this movie is it's a horror movie but it's more of like a psychological kind of film mm-hmm. uh, it's all done in black and white it's actually shot with old equipment uh on old film it's shot with a certain lens, like an old like an old style lens that actually makes the whole movie go square. Like it's oh, it not does li- four by three? Yeah. It's not a white, and it was shot huh. on a 30, 30 millimeter film. 35 millimeter? Yeah.
1: Well, well yeah. I want to pay less for the ticket if it's not going to fill the whole screen. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for 16 by nine. <laughs> <laughs> like everything's
2: black and white. It has like this old feel to it, but it's not an old movie. Right.
0: Well, this is the one with Willem Dafoe and, and uh, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. And Robert Pattinson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Batman got, it's and got, Green Goblin. It's got Green Goblin in, house. in it. Yeah.
0: The acting in it is really really good. Uh, sure with the, both of them, both of those actors, I, oh, yeah, I
2: don't doubt both it. Good like yeah. it, I I think this definitely in my mind definitely pulls Robert Pattinson away from like other roles he may have been no, that guy gets a bad rap. He listen, really does. Twilight,
0: Just he's in Twilight. Listen, yeah. Twilight sucked, but like everything else, <laughs> he, the guy's he, been in, even he's been he fine. He hates that movie, he, he, and you know what? He knew he was going to be in a bad movie. Oh, Some, was, sometimes you got
1: to do a thing for a paycheck, and he would bad mouth it in interviews. Oh yeah, he hated like, it. He was yeah. not
0: shy about it. Oh, he mercilessly mocked that vampire baby yeah. from the last one. Also,
1: Kristen Stewart gets the same. crap. She gets
0: the same crap, but she's she's fine. Yeah. She's a good actress. Uh, she I can mean, be
1: good. She can in, be
0: good given given the correct given role the, and it. Yeah. And if she cares about the role that she is in, like this, uh, Charlie's Angels. She looks fantastic. She looks great, in Charlie's in Angels. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it it almost feels like they're two
2: separate people. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah.
1: it's because she's allowed to be herself in the Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So anyway, the lighthouse. It feels weird. It the music's on point all the sound is on point like if you like old like style films mm-hmm. it definitely feels something like that it's a very gross movie it gets weird <laughs> it well yeah it gets weird but also just it's just gross uh uh-huh. it's set in like i want to say like turn of the century kind of mm-hmm. like
1: that sounds about right
2: yeah it's like uh it, it, like late 1800s early 1900s kind of thing the actual incident it's based is kind of based on. I want to say it's only kind of because that incident was completely different than what actually what's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, William Defoe and Robert Patson are virtually the only characters you see in the film.
0: See, that's that's interesting. I I like small like cast kind of films. I think that's really um, you do, you get really interesting you know yeah. takes and different things when you have a very small limited cast. Like
2: and like there are some there are so many weird things going on in this film. It's like you can't like it's like. Like, it's almost like a like a Lovecraftian-style thing without, mm-hmm. like, th- like his short stories that didn't necessarily have monsters in them. Mm. Like, you can't tell if, like... The unknown terror kind it, it's of... Like, it's like, is this real? Are they just yeah. going crazy? What's the kind of thing which, going on? Which
1: does fit in with Hereditary, because a lot of that is, like, is there uh, something going on, or is she mentally ill? Yeah, it's so, like... Yeah. It,
2: like, there's, like, a lot of things, and, like, you, you kind of get an idea that maybe... Robert Pattinson's character is not the most stable person mm-hmm. throughout the film, because mm-hmm. he just like he's like they kind of pull out things like from his past and whatnot of why he's all the way out here at this remote lighthouse mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like he did a bad thing trying to it's kind of hard to really talk like again like with your movie it's kind of hard to talk about like re- spoiling all the stuff in it mm-hmm. all
1: the meaty juicy bit.
0: plus it's all it's still in theater so yes. I mean, people yeah. can still go yeah, see it it's, we, okay we, we i hate to cut you short but yeah, we're getting we're know, getting close final thought and would you recommend it i would
2: definitely recommend it for a watch mm-hmm. but maybe not necessarily wait or maybe go to a theater for it mm. It's definitely one of those ones where I you can watch it anywhere really and probably get the same experience out of it. Okay, uh, especially
1: if it's four <laughs> <laughs> uh, three. Like it, your
0: old CRT TV. Yeah, and, uh, maybe wait until you get on
1: DVD and watch it on CRT. It is. <laughs> it is.
0: It is gross. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, there's uh, some disturbing imagery in it, so if it's maybe not your thing, maybe maybe skip out on it.
1: Yeah, because so. you'd think a movie about two guys stuck at a lighthouse wouldn't get that nasty. But, uh, but apparently it here does. we are <laughs> yeah. like
2: William Defoe's character farts so much in the movie no I'm dead serious I am dead uh. like from the minute like they get into the lighthouse and they meet it's this like
0: <laughs> alright well hey with that let's go ahead and take a break <laughs> and uh, when we come back we'll talk about some news Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization Marion Community Radio WZMO to help with our fundraising we have become a member of Patreon What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us, things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci, they all have patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash now.
1: Everybody, we're back that was psycho soldier from the game psycho soldier yeah <laughs> the <old laughs> k arcade game is the f- it was the first game to have a song with lyrics in it mm-hmm. i believe yeah so uh, so why do we play that song cody because terry bogard from fatal fury is in smash brothers now that's right <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that he just came well at the recording uh we're recording this on wednesday uh he was released today so he is fresh super super fresh and we talked about uh his reveal trailer back uh was it e was it e3 or was it when was it it there,
1: might have been e3 there was a
0: directory in the summer or, yeah, or late summer something like that but uh but no he's finally out and we uh we got a chance to play him a little bit i am excited for Terry Bogart in smash because uh more fighting characters more fighting characters i I really like Terry. I like the the S and K games. I mean yeah. you actually have a Terry costume, so I, I do, yeah, yeah.
1: I've I've always liked the King of Fighters and mm-hmm. Fatal Fury games. I've always preferred them to Street Fighter, honestly. I see, I like
0: I like them both for the different things that they do. Yeah. But yeah, I, I
1: I like the characters for King of Fighters and Fatal Fury better than I do the characters. For yeah,
0: sure. I, I can r- give you. I'll give you that. I, I the the characters in the S and K games are more stylish. Yeah, for sure.
1: They just they look cooler and they do cooler stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. remember
0: my first my
2: first like introduction to like King of Fighters Fatal Fury was an anime movie I saw once.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They made a couple of those. Yeah,
2: and it's like one where like. Terry fights some guy in like gold armor or something. Yes, who like is a reincarnation or possessed by an old spirit or something. Yeah, he the the armor had a ghost in it or
0: something like that. Something, yeah. yeah. Well, They made a couple of uh, Fatal Fury. I think it might have uh, been the first games, one or something or movies. Yeah, but uh, okay. So Terry Bogard is the main character from the Fatal Fury series. In he's the like the Artif- Ryu
2: of their. Series. He
1: kind of he kind of is. Well, except for the guy that is Ryu, except for the guy
0: who is Ryu, and yeah. yeah but he plays so good like it's so smooth like i mean it of course he's gonna play great in a fighting game because he's a fighting game character
2: does his controls kind of go like how like
0: ryu from street fighters is where it actually is his inputs you can put in inputs to get more powerful versions of his special attacks yeah every like attack that he has is referenced from a previous game Mm. like everything um so and it
1: has two side B moves. Yeah, that's and the that's, only that's, character that has that's kind of that the gimmick. Yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's because his his special gimmick is not that is not as like great as like the um hero. limit break oh, yeah. or the limit break or the uh the hero thing.
1: The hero is nuts though. The heroes... You're not going to get anything that bonkers I think yeah. again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh what I really liked uh because they did a um like a mini smash direct. Yeah prior to the the character being released and uh Sakurai the guy who you know created Smash Brothers the, the
2: smash guy the smash guy the smash man
0: yeah he um so he smash before Boy. he was a, a big time you know uh development head uh for a large video game company and you know when he was well, younger for,
1: for his own company for his
0: own company yeah <laughs> uh he spent a lot of time in arcades and he was like an SNK fighter guy like he he would regularly be like you know in amateur tournaments and yeah. stuff. Like yeah. you could tell how much love and care he put yeah. into the character and like the Smash Direct. He was he was introducing. Okay, so Smash Brothers is a fighting game, but it's not really like a traditional fighting game. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that's missing from like a your Street Fighters or your whatever. That's you know that's not in
1: Smash. Yeah, and rules wise, it's closer to like sumo wrestling. You yeah. got to knock the other player out of the arena to win. Right, but like. Sakurai spent, like,
0: a good chunk of the 45-minute presentation, like, explaining various fighting game-like mechanics to Smash players who have probably never heard of any of this stuff. Like, he talks about invincibility frames mm, in this.
1: Canceling. Can,
0: yeah, move canceling. Like, he's he took, he took everyone to school a little <laughs> bit in you, this,
2: and it was fantastic. I know you hate anime, but you should really watch High Score Girl. Yeah probably should. They talk a lot about that kind of yeah. stuff in yeah, that in that show. Probably should. But
0: uh <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was great. The only thing these aren't really complaints because I'm super pumped and stoked for this for this character but i wish they would have put a little more care into like and like put an alternate costume because oh yeah one thing with the uh snk characters i mean their costumes change you know because there is a timeline yes and eventually he loses like his red vest and ball cap and he gets a a, just a really cool bomber jacket and i was kind of hoping that at least one or two of his versions would have that as like a um you know Re- alternate reference, alternate character yeah, I
1: was hoping that his final smash was going to pull in other characters in yeah. kind of like a Mega Man Yeah final because smash I, kind I
0: of mean thing. his team is is uh Andy Bogard and Joe Higashi. Yeah they so, should like, have showed
1: up and Yeah did well I mean stuff. they do
0: kind of show up in their in the SNK stage
1: which is a really cool stage it's I, a, like I, the I like the mechanics stage a lot. to it you, mm-hmm. There's invisible walls that you have to break before you can knock the other player out of the stage,
0: which is also a reference to um, Fatal uh, Art of Fighting or uh, King of Fighters. Was that ninety eight or two thousand or something like that? So one of them. One of I don't know. Yeah, one, one of, one of them, them had had invisible walls on the side, so you can do wall bounces and stuff.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of side characters that show up in the background and have little animations, except for one. Except for one glaring omission. Yeah, my <laughs> Shiranui is apparently too hot for Super Smash Brothers. Hey, listen, this is a game for good boys and girls. <laughs> yes,
2: you don't need your scantily clad ninja girl.
1: I mean, <gasps> she invented the video game boob bounce. Yeah, she she did. <laughs> she is patient 0 for <laughs> that she, being she in video is. games.
0: Yeah, and like I understand that they were kind of in a position where they either included the character without the bounce or they did not include it at all. And I don't want to talk about this too much because it's yeah. starting to feel real gross.
1: But <laughs> I, like, the, the main point is if they would have put her in, it would have knocked them from an E10 to, to a teen rating. Probably, probably yeah. <laughs> or they wouldn't have put it in and people would have been upset because that's kind of her gimmick, Yeah, so I, I can see them
0: being like, okay, we're just going to just circumvent the issue completely and just go and eh, she didn't she didn't make it
2: <laughs> she's really short she's just in the background yeah that's that's <laughs> it
0: um but uh along with the stage and the character they added a bunch of music like
1: more music than they have for anybody even the belmonts who had a lot of music like yeah. more than that
0: <laughs> yeah uh i guess the story is they uh sakurai went to snk and said okay here's a list of 50 songs take your pick he was expecting maybe like they would pick ten of the songs to be included, and SNK came back to him and said, "All right, yeah, sure, fifty sounds good," <laughs> <laughs> and gave them the rights to like do remixes of like all of them, and
1: not even all of them are from Fatal Fury, King of Fighters. But yeah, there's a well, Metal Slug one. There's
0: Metal Slug the well the uh, the Athena one that's the one that we played. Yeah, the
1: Psycho Soldier. Psycho one. Sol-
0: Soldier, uh, like just super. They took so much time with this, and it's it's wonderful. It makes me really stoked for the whole, for the last one in this pack the other thing i wish they would do is i wish they would add like more oh what are they the trophy fighters because joe higashi would have been a perfect trophy fighter to pop out and do the uh the flying knee and the uh hur- hurricane upper he and, did the
1: same thing that knuckle joe does the kirby guy yeah they could have just remodeled they could have done that on that they,
0: and- they could have had geese come in and do a uh uh raging storm or a double oh, rapukin geese howard yeah
1: or just fall off the side of the stage. Or just fall off the side of the stage <laughs> and do nothing. <laughs>
0: Predictable. <laughs> I I love that they use old like they didn't re-record the voice actor for <laughs> Terry. They used the clips from like there's some clips that would go back to like 95 <laughs> in this. And it's like his broken English like <laughs> Buster Wolf. Buster Wolf. Are you okay? <laughs> hey, come
1: on, come on. Let's go.
2: That's like one of the things I love about like old, like old fighting games. Yeah, that old, came oh yeah, it's <laughs> great. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I really wish they would have announced another character, but they didn't. Yeah, but that's okay. They're probably going to wait
0: for the Game Awards because oh, yeah. that's when Nintendo they announced. Usually
1: has at least one thing for the Game Awards.
0: Yeah, and that's I'm guessing that's probably what they're going to do. So, but that's uh, and that's fine.
1: We're due for a Nintendo Direct pretty soon too. I'll we bet. Are. as soon as Pokemon Post- is out Pokemon. the door
0: because yeah. yeah, they don't
1: it, have anything really to get you psyched up for after Pokemon comes out, so they'll do yeah, something else with
0: L- Luigi's Mansion's out. I mean, the next big thing is Animal Crossing, and that's not till March. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so they gotta they gotta that. have something for the holiday season. Cause out that's out when the they same- make their bank.
1: Yeah, comes out the same time as Doom Eternal. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? Uh, When Doom got delayed, it got delayed till Animal Crossing's release (laughs) date.
0: Oof! I
2: guess I guess
0: uh, two things are gonna die that day.
1: (laughs) Hey, cross
0: promotional DLC. You get (laughs) little tiny Doom guy.
1: That'd be awesome—a Doom Marine costume for your yeah. Animal Crossing. That villager. would be
0: super good. Or no, just like a villager, just like a random <laughs> villager that shows up, and it's Doom and He's just super aggro. Or a cacodemon.
1: Demon. Oh uh, yeah, there we go. A little floating. Yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm
2: picturing Doom Guy like in Animal Crossing, and it's not pretty.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought, I'm picturing this little chibi yeah, version of Doom Guy, it's and too. it's amazing. Yeah, See, he's, my, he's my, not violent. He's
0: just like very mad. Yeah. Honestly, my brain went violent. Well, of course. <laughs> No, listen, Animal Crossing is for good boys and girls. (laughs) Doom is not. (laughs) Doom is not. Oh, hey, speaking of Pokemon, we mentioned it. There is actually a little bit of news about the new Pokemon game. It comes out in um, less than two weeks. Like, it's actually a week from Friday, like. Yeah. Less by the time you're hearing this, it's gonna be less than a week. It's um, soon. And there have been leaks galore about Pokemon so that are gonna be in it. And I mean I feel kinda of bad for Game Freak because like all of their surprises are kind of being, you know, released yeah. without their their say so and it feels kinda of grody.
1: And I don't I don't wanna spoil anything on here, but I do kinda of wanna say I saw the evolutions for the starters.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: And aside from one of them, the other two are Bad.
0: One is patently way better than the other two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably gonna pick one of the other ones because you yeah, know. I
1: already said I was gonna go with the one I'm gonna go with, and, and I'm gonna stick with.
0: I'm it. sticking with the one that I wanted to stick with as well. I, mean, but I was like, rookie day one. That's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one of us just won. Yeah, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> But, uh, but no, the, the the news I wanted to talk about, um, so they leaked amongst, you know, all the new ones, a list of previously released Pokemon. Now granted, this is all supposedly. This is nothing official from Game nothing Freak. Nothing official from Game Freak. But apparently, they we knew they were going to remove some some of the older Pokemon from the game. And you know, when you have like over 800 before the start yeah. of this one... Yeah, I can understand. There's it. a lot. However, I wasn't ex- was not expecting them to remove like 500.
1: Yeah, they like Thanos snapped off mm-hmm. the Pokémon. <laughs> they took out
0: more than they kept in. Yeah. Ash, I don't feel so good. <laughs> yeah. And like I was kind of bummed out when the news broke a few weeks or a week ago, but I'm I'm kind of coming around. It's like okay, that's that's fine. Yeah. If you want if you want your Pokémon, you can go back and play any of the other games they're all readily available and plus
1: the amount of pokemon they do have in the game is about the same as any other game
0: yeah and it's not like they aren't going to eventually port the old games to the switch oh yeah they like it absolutely will and honestly i know game freak said that they're not going to do dlc and like patch in other things you know they're going to
1: or they'll release pokemon the third actually they haven't been doing third ones, so maybe not Right. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah.
0: What I honest what I think they might do is if they eventually like go okay, we're going to put uh, red and blue or red and green or red and yellow whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. on onto the Switch. Well, they currently N- already did that with hey uh, uh let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. Right. But like if they if they go okay, oh, all right, in that case, let's go silver and gold. Okay, okay well, they're, they're going to put the the original Game Boy silver and gold onto the Switch. And also, we're adding an update to Sword and Shield so that all of Gen 2 can now be moved over and kind of roll it out that way so that people can play the older games to catch what they want, their favorites, and then import them into the new game and it all works eventually. I kind of see them doing something similar to that, but like out of the box, losing 500, that kind of sucks, but well, I bet,
1: I bet they had analytics that said, people don't actually do this. People don't actually transfer that many of their Pokemon from game to game, so they won't get mad when we take it out, but see, that they makes, did get mad. <laughs> the, the the only
0: thing with that I see is they're also, tr- with Sword and Shield, they're going to be releasing that, it's like the updated Pokemon bank. Yeah, they're calling it Pokemon someone else's home. home, so what yeah, is the incentive that? of putting all of your pokemon from previous games into pokemon home yeah. where you can't backwards transport them out you can only put them forward if you can't put all of those forward that
1: sounds like a the right hand doesn't know what the left hand yeah. is doing at game freak and the pokemon company situation yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so it's so i mean you're going to end up and i mean they they i was surprised at some of the ones that they removed like oh yeah bulbasaur they're... and squirtle are not in included in this new game
1: no starters are except for charizard except for charizard charmander yeah
0: it's weird it's weird
1: my 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 thing is like there are a lot of
2: pokemon and you know what there's a very small fraction of pokemon i actually care about (laughs) i mean i'm gonna be completely honest
1: they kept most of the of the ones you would expect
0: they kept a lot of the ones you expect I don't know. Bubble Sword and Squirtle both have huge fan followers. Yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: supr- I'm really surprised. Those surprised at that. me. I figured most of the original 150 would be in the game, and yeah. they're they're not.
0: They're yeah. yeah. Mewtwo's not in- included yeah. in this, which is weird. Who
1: is a huge fan favorite? Yeah. It's just like people are like I want to be the fan of the most powerful one because he's the strongest. Yeah. Like- <laughs> but like, and, uh, but it's just it's just weird, and I.
0: I think they're going to reverse their decision on. I'm, I'm sure... am going to be a tiered they're, rollout. They're going to do something. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, there's no there's no worth putting the energy into getting mad about it if this is yeah. a true thing because eventually things are just going to catch up. It's just I, it's yeah. just the way Pokemon has always been. I yeah. don't
1: think I ever transferred a Pokemon between two generations except for maybe like the original games to Gold and Silver just to see it happen. Oh no,
0: I've done it. I it's, don't think
1: I ever have.
0: Oh yeah, I I was a big fan of the Pokemon Home system because uh a bank. Uh, bank, bank, yeah. I uh I mean in X and Y I I I did it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I got the I did the thing. I caught the ball. Yeah, you you I did you, the you, point of the game. It's you, kind of hard to catch them all when you can't catch, catch them all you
1: can catch them all that it's are in the game that are in the game yeah that's
0: the, that's the caveat yeah
1: i mean there, there's still like over 400 in there like you still oh, got yeah. your work cut out oh for i you. mean and i and i'm gonna do it i mean i'm a maniac i'm I gonna mean, do I, it I, I, need,
0: I need that long meowth. that, that long boy it's so good <laughs>
1: But I've, I've seen people online be like, well, just take out the Dynamax thing and put the other Pokemon no. in because we don't want that. It's like, that's not how it that's works. That's not how it works. That's not how game There game always is has to works. be the
2: new mechanic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that, that in a, me, a game mechanic yeah. doesn't equal 500 Pokemon. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. <laughs>
1: Programming does not work that yeah. way. Yeah, I'm just I'm so sick of hearing people be backseat game designers mm-hmm. over this. It's like you don't know, you have no idea what it's like. Have some little thing break yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well we we moved the models over from the 3ds, and all of them have <laughs> have huge uh, vertices that point out a million miles into the background. and We don't know why. Like you know, there was a ton of that stuff.
0: Pokemon T Pose Quest. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> everybody, just you
0: know, arms out, static
1: shot. <laughs> there, there's no way that they all just would easily transfer oh, over. Oh no, that's not how things. That's work. not how it works. <laughs> that's
2: not how technology and code works. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you get. That's how you get
2: more missing. Uh...
1: Yeah, they all look like missing now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> let's
1: hit BlizzCon real quick that's, while yeah, we're in video game let's land. Let's hit
0: BlizzCon. Yeah. Um, um,
1: that was yeah. That was last week. Was BlizzCon and they announced some stuff and did some I'm sorry's <laughs> some half-hearted I'm sorry's Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't cover this on the show because it was kind of a, a tough situation. Pushing not... politics
0: pretty hard, and we don't usually get into that as much on this. But, we try not to. But
1: they they uh, banned and took the prize money away from a Heartstone Hearthstone player, player mm-hmm. because they were pro Hong Kong. Protest. Democracy yes. and, and Blizzard has a Blizzard lot of activism. interest in China. Yeah. So icky. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it gets real. It gets real rough after it that. It gets real weird. Like, and there was like. All kinds of things. Like yeah. people who work for Blizzard
0: were up and like resigning and it was just a mess. It's a it's a mess. And I mean if you want to dig into that, there's plenty of articles online that go into it in way more detail yeah. than we could ever. I mean, we could devote an entire show to discussing this. Yeah. And I don't think by the end of it we would be any clearer on <laughs> yeah. on it's the a, topic, honestly. It's a, it's a big dour mess. Yeah. But uh but anyway, so BlizzCon, uh what were some of the things that came out um, from that?
1: Only John Blizzard came out and said no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And then after that, they announced Diablo 4 as a thing.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah with with a trailer.
1: Yeah. I never, I didn't watch the trailer. Is it's it a good? very
2: long cinematic trailer. So. I mean, it's what Blizzard does, yeah. but
1: I mean, it's not bad. It looks interesting. I know they're going back to the darker look away from the, Di- what Diablo 3 looked like.
2: I, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, the way, the way Diablo, like this, the universe in a whole as it is, it needs to be a dark, like a dark gothic look.
1: Mm -hmm. I didn't think Diablo 3 was that bright, honestly. It
2: really wasn't, but compared to like Diablo 2...
1: It was a little more cartoony. Yeah. Kind of like World of Warcraft kind of has that pseudo-cartoony look to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not
2: really a whole lot of information. Like, I mean, they kind
1: of talked about some of the things they're going to do in Diablo 4, but... They just, they basically had to announce it because last year they announced that, mo- well, they only announced that mobile game and everybody got really Everyone real got upset. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. What were some of the other things they announced? Uh, uh,
1: Overwatch 2 is the thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited for Overwatch 2. Yeah. I- I'd be lying if I wasn't stoked because it's, it's all, it's mostly PvE stuff where you play against hordes of robot, computer controlled robots. Yeah. There, there's like players. an actual
0: like story.
1: And that. I like that better than playing against real people, to be sure. Honest.
0: But I guess my issue with it is it looks a lot more like it should have been a twenty dollars forced update.
1: Yeah, like an and expansion not, pack, and not
0: like well, a full blown sixty dollars game. Um,
2: some of the things they are changing, and because it is going to, it is some of it is going to dial back to Overwatch One. Um, they've said that um new heroes and game modes will be available in Overwatch One. But I think a lot of the story stuff is going to be in Overwatch Two.
1: Yeah, S- and still. all the all the PvP stuff you'll still be able to do in Overwatch. 1. Yeah,
2: they're still supporting Overwatch One even after Overwatch Two
0: comes out.
1: Yeah, but I I, I still think that they would again. I uh,
0: you know I, mean, I don't want to be not back seat. I mean, yeah, you're not game dev, but every, like
1: everything I've heard about what Overwatch Two offers does sound like an expansion pack. It's Overwatch One with a new hat. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean basically.
0: Yeah,
1: but they haven't said how much it's going to cost. This either.
0: is true. This is true. Um if it's the price of a full game, they're they're out of their minds.
1: Honestly, I wouldn't pay sixty dollars for regular Overwatch. Uh, yeah. Even though I did when it came out. But. I mean I did <laughs> yeah. too, but yeah.
2: um I mean I, I don't know. Like some of the things like I'm I've picked up from the various things I've talked about with Overwatch 2. Like Overwatch 1 kind of basically like sets out the this is kind of what happened. Overwatch two is gonna be more like this is what happened, and then here's the time jump.
1: Yeah, it well it feels like Overwatch One Every story beat that it had was in the past. Yes, everything
2: and, in Overwatch 1 is the past, and what little bits of what is kind of what happened with Overwatch kind of trying to reform itself, basically. And then Overwatch 2 is going to be Overwatch is back, and then yeah. dealing with, the you know, there are there are multiple enemy factions that you're going to be playing against.
1: Like the the cinematic trailer that I, I did watch this one for Overwatch, it there seems like, oh, there's two? I watched the one where they're fighting robots in Paris.
2: Yes, that's the main
1: one. Yeah. It uh, very much seemed like it could have take, taken place right after the cinematic that plays when you turn Overwatch 1 on. I mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> basically it's kind of catching up to where the second Omnic Crisis is. Because I mean, I could talk all day about the lore of, of Overwatch, but yeah,
1: we can't. Yeah, they, we can't stay on this um, topic much. They gave everybody new haircuts. Yep. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of new looks. Tracer's got some new pants. Yeah, Tracer's
2: got new pants. <laughs> Genji wears clothes. Yeah, uh, he's not
1: a nude robot man anymore.
2: Uh, <laughs> Mercy's got a new haircut, and then they showed two new characters. Which one character they've already teased in a previous cinematic? Uh,
1: it was uh, Echo. It's yep. like this weird robot. Yep, Are she's another
2: another omnic character who is uh, affiliated with Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And, cool, more robots, but... Um, and, and
1: Sojourn, who is the the black lady we were talking about two uh, weeks two ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. But has been missing from Overwatch. Yep.
2: Yeah. Don't know anything about her other than she has a robot arm and might possibly be like a Canadian medic.
1: And white hair.
2: With white hair. Yes. yep.
1: Honestly, I didn't think her design was like all that cool. But also... It wasn't bad. But also, <laughs>
2: it goes by so fast, you really don't get a full That's grasp true. of what... Yeah. what's going on yeah
1: but uh i don't know we'll
2: see more uh it seemed like everything that was in the overwatch 2 leak is pretty much
0: confirmed all right well hey let's try to get one more news thing in here that's not game stuff just so to kind fallout
1: of... 76
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no fallout 76 is is bad it's again but that's all we need to talk about yeah, a bad, bad again. thing
1: happened again so you can reset your time Re- reset the one. clock.
0: You want to talk about the Spider Verse thing? We could talk about that for yeah. a minute. That's a good one. Yeah, so they released a very, very, very brief teaser trailer for Spider Verse 2 that's going to happen in, uh, was it 2020 or 2020? Yeah. I thought it was 2022. Maybe I
1: don't know. It, no, it's 2020. 2020. It's 2020.
0: Yeah, but they're working on it, and that's great. And because, they're going to be adding more Spider Man's.
1: Because it, the first one's so good. It yes, is.
0: it's amazing. And I am super excited because it is all but confirmed that. Toei's uh, Spider-Man, the, <laughs> the emissary ja- of hell, the Japanese Spider-Man. Japanese Spider-Man with his giant fighting robot Leopardon, the the leopard robot, <laughs> is going to be included. Hey, and guess I'm so what? excited. Hey, guess what? The
2: Spider-Man that basically created the modern Power Rangers. Yeah,
0: the Spider-Man that's Power Rangers is going to be <laughs> yeah. in, in uh, Enter the Spider-Verse 2. And I'm, I'm so stoked. That was like one of the
2: best things of the Spider-Verse comics when it, it originally is. came out. Yeah. Yeah. Between Spider-Gwen and and Sue Spider-Man, that's it right there. Yep. Yep. But, it's so uh,
1: weird that American comics is the genesis of Super Sentai. Uh-huh.
2: Like, I mean, Sentai existed before. It all before. ties
1: together. It,
2: yeah. It's it's very weird. It's yeah, very, yeah. But I just hope as much love goes into Spider-Verse 2 as Spider-Verse 1 did. Yes. Because Spider-Verse 1 is so amazing. They almost Everything, have to. I mean, that much yeah. much love and care to it's, it. It's definitely like a... It's like a it's a high pedestal. Yeah. Like the movie was great, the animation, the music, everything. It's a it is a literal
0: animated masterpiece. Okay.
1: Yeah. If it didn't win the Oscar that year, which it did, mm-hmm. there would I would have rioted in yeah. the streets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what uh real quick because we're running out of time. What other Spider-Man's Spider-Men, Spider-folk do you want to see in this? You know
1: they're going to put, was that Spider-Man 2099? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, he, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, he's voice. definitely going to be. Oh yeah, anime. he was yeah.
2: teased at the end of the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel. Is this
1: yeah. Character, will, they, will they put uh, cartoon spider Man's? was it 70, 70s Spider-Man yeah. animated?
0: The 60s Spider-Man and the Spider-Man and his amazing friends, the two different animated yeah. ones. Yeah. That'd be cool. (laughs) That'd
1: be cool, yeah. Is that the one with Iceman?
0: That's the one with Iceman. Yeah. That sounded a lot like... Firestar. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That sounded a lot like uh, uh, Fred from Scooby-Doo, because (laughs) it's Fred from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Yeah.
1: The incredibly talented Frank Welker. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. Dude, I love Frank Welker. Oh, yeah. But mostly his Megatron. Yeah. I kind of want to see the Captain Britain version of Spider-Man. Yeah. One of them. (laughs) Yeah. There's a couple. There's a new one in the comics now. Um, uh, Spider-Punk. Oh, Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: Put Spider-Punk in it.
2: Yeah. Uh, Spider Punk would be neat. I'd I would honestly like to see Superior Spider-Man. Oh, with the the Doc Ock version. Can we get yeah. silk
1: in there? Well, they are doing a female Spider-Man's they are. Spider Man's movie. Spider Woman's. Uh I wanna say Spider Man.
0: <laughs> Who was a one-off joke? His, yeah, I remember. Yeah, his uh, Peter Parker's we, <laughs> consciousness was put into a bunch of spiders that wore a Spider-Man suit, yeah. and he just like shambled around, and like spiders would fly out. He'd like well, hit, hit his wedge shooters, and there's
2: a bunch of spiders would shoot out. I mean, as far as going back to like the Spider Verse comics, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a million. There are a million characters to pop up. I'm trying to think of like the big, big main ones: Ca- uh, Captain Britain, Spider-Man. Was yeah. one of... Uh, Spider Man UK? Spider Man UK uh, yeah. was one of them. Uh, I remember Spider Man India popped Spider-Man up. Spider Man like, India popped was up good. for like a little bit.
0: Yeah,
1: let's get a real crinkly Aunt May in there, just like the real old one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you you know what would be great if they did a Ben um, Parker. Ben Parker would be good uh, if they did a very brief like Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of shot and get Tobey Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> like or, have. Uh,
1: what is this awful Aunt May spinoff? That, trouble? Is that what was Tr- called?
0: Oh, no. Don't, I, I do not want Trouble in there. That is a bad comic. <laughs> and you should feel bad for bringing it up.
1: I'm sorry. I brought Trouble into this. Yeah.
0: Oh. You leave Trouble out of, out of Spider-Verse.
1: I remember seeing those covers in Hobby Central when they were new a million years ago and being like, what the heck
0: is yeah, that?
2: Yeah. Or, or back when Doc Ock tried to marry Aunt May. <laughs>
0: Oh, comic strip Spider Man. <laughs>
1: That'd be good.
2: That like, would be
0: really. I, I don't good. know. I would
2: feel like it'd be kind of hard, given the time frame of the film and everything, to just not make it too bloated with various Spider Men. No, see, I think p- put a million Spider Men. <laughs> the more Spider mans the better. <laughs> Oops, all Spider mans <laughs> Do you think they'll? Um, do you think they'll
0: actually get into like the Inheritors? Uh, like no, because that is convoluted and a very comic booky <laughs> plot. They're yeah. going to come up with something better. But uh, but no, I I am excited for Spider Man into the Spider Verse too. I hope they keep Miles as the focus. Yeah. Oh yeah. He
1: needs everything to be, the, he he needs really to be the focus. They, yeah. They, I mean, they could work the Venoms and the Carnages and the Symbiotes. They in could there. do they that. Didn't touch that. So in the, yeah, other but that's kind of
2: hard though because the the they just had the Venom Verse not that long ago mm. where you had a bunch of Venoms and symbioted oh, characters. Yeah, this yeah, is whatever. its own
1: separate. It's its own thing. Universe.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah so yeah we could get Tom
1: Hardy in that too yeah Yeah. (laughs) why not
0: (laughs) put everyone in what the heck (laughs) yeah right. well hey uh, we have hit time so let's go ahead and wrap things up you've been listening to Nerd Overload thank you very much for tuning in you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com you can find us on Facebook,
1: Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Get your parents' permission to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV.
0: That's right. And we're also on various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverload now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, you head on over there and check that out. You can get the show a couple days early, which is pretty cool.
1: Check out our website. There's a, somebody wrote a review of a Super Monkey Ball banana blitz yes and
0: it's a really good review you should check that out (laughs) and uh last we sell shirts uh yeah just go to the uh store link and click that and uh, check out some of our designs and also i'd like to thank david pencil for the use of our intro and outro you can check out more of his stuff at davidpencil.com all right and again thank you all for tuning in and uh, we will be back next week
1: peace out